I have a text line where I send out a free daily motivation text to everyone in my community every morning. If you want to get that text, text me at this number right now, 305-384-6894, 305-384-6894, straight to your phone, free, everyday, daily motivation. Send me a text right now. Just because money and time are invested does not mean that you need to keep doing the thing. Pretty exceptional. Work on your game. I like the approach. Work on your fucking game. Everybody has relates to what Dre's saying in a different way. Work on your game. I like the way he thinks. Work on your fucking game. I like the frameworks that he's put together. Work on your game. And I would highly recommend it to anybody that's trying to work on their game. Work on your fucking game. I think it's a good approach. It's a different approach, too. Hey, you, work on your game. Gave me something really good. What can you get? Dreolday.com. And his philosophy makes a lot of sense. Not only work on your game, perfect your craft. Work on your game. He knows how to communicate in such a fabulous way. I can't say it enough. Work on your game. For all listeners of the show, I got to make sure you understand what the next step is and what the next level is in working with me and this work on your game universe that I've built. This podcast is not the last step. This is only the first step. The next step for you is to join me in my bulletproof mastermind and in my third day mastermind at workonyourgameuniversity.com. Let me tell you specifically what we work on. And those are both my group and my individual masterminds. First of all, we got to work on mindset. The biggest challenge that many people have, many of you who are listening right now, that is holding you back from the success and the outcomes that you want is not your tactics, is not the strategies you're using, is not a certain app or a certain process or any of that stuff that you think is the problem. The biggest challenge is your mindset because your mindset is what keeps you from seeing what you need to see and thusly doing what you need to do. And that's why you're not being who you need to be. So the biggest thing we work on in all of my mastermind programs, whether you're working in my group mastermind or my one-on-one is we got to work on your mindset and your mentality and your approach. Once we get that down as the foundation on top of that, then we're going to build the strategies. Strategies are what exactly do I do? How exactly do I do it? Then there's the accountability, not only the accountability for you and making sure you're getting things done, but also the accountability of the process, making sure that the process is an accurate formula that is actually getting you to the outcomes that you want so that we can measure the results and how far you're getting or how far away you are. Then there's the execution and making sure that you're doing the same things the same way every time, following the disciplines and following the processes. You can join my masterminds and start working with me directly. This is the very next step. If you're listening to this show and you're ready to go to the next level, the next step is to go to workonyourgameuniversity.com. You can join my group, Bulletproof Mastermind, or you can sign up for a call by clicking the link that says one-on-one coaching and sign up for a call with me and we can talk about working one-on-one in my third day mastermind. That again is at workonyourgameuniversity.com to work with me directly. That is the next step here. Mindset, strategy, accountability, execution, workonyourgameuniversity.com. My next Work On Your Game live event will be taking place May 5th and 6th, 2022. And this is going to be a virtual event, Thursday and Friday, full day events. And this is specifically for the thought leaders, personal brand builders, and entrepreneurs who want to build your brand, build your business, and you want to finally go full time in your business to where you're at least making enough money to cover your expenses and pay your bills so that you can quit your job and do your thing, your entrepreneurial thing, 
full-time. So this is specifically for those of you who are writing books, selling coaching, selling any type of training, you're selling courses, you're doing workshops, you're doing speaking gigs, live seminars, podcasting, and you want to start making a full-time income from that thing so you can stop doing all the other things and just do your thing full-time and you know the clock is ticking on you, this next Work On Your Game Live is the event for you. So I want you to go to workonyourgame.live. Notice that link, workonyourgame.live. And there you can see the details. This is going to be a two-day event. We're on day one. We're going to cover mindset and strategy. As you all know, the foundation of everything I do, we got to start with the mindset and the strategy so that you know you're working off of accurate formulas that actually work. What are you doing in entrepreneurship? What business are you actually in? What are your frameworks in place? Who are you trying to sell to? Who is your target client? What exactly are you giving them? We're going to cover all of that on day one, in addition to more things. And on day two is application and execution. We're going to talk about putting together your offers. When you're putting yourself out there to the world, how do you put it out in such a way that gets people actually excited about buying what you're selling? How being prolific and putting your name and your brand and your mind and your ideas out there to the world is one of the biggest things you can do to make sure you're consistently generating new leads. In other words, new people who are knowing about what you're offering and excited about getting it. How to name your price. Any of you who's having challenges with pricing and money and getting money out of people, I know exactly why you're having those challenges and we will solve them on day two of working your game live. We're going to talk about the human capital you have in place, meaning the tools and skills, the intangibles that you have in place, what you need to develop and what you need to go get from someone else. We're going to talk codifying your knowledge. How do you take the knowledge that is in your head, get it on paper, so to speak, so that you can actually transfer it and sell it to other people in a systemic way? And we're going to talk about how you're making money because money is one of the biggest challenges for entrepreneurs here. And that's really one of the main outcomes that we want to get here is that you're making the kind of money that you want to make. You no longer have challenges with selling your products and you're no longer holding yourself back with your own negative money mindsets. All of that's going to be covered on day two, which is application and execution. So what I want you to do right now is go to workonyourgame.live. That's workonyourgame.live, L-I-V-E. Get your ticket for this two-day virtual event. That's a Thursday and a Friday. If you can't make it either day, we will have a replay available for everyone who has a ticket. That is going to be May 5th and 6th. I'm covering two full days, mindset and strategy on day one, application and execution on day two. This is specifically for the thought leaders, the brand builders, the coaches, the speakers, the book writers, the seminar deliverers, the speakers, all of you out there who want to make a full-time living from your intellectual property. That is the knowledge that is in your head. You want to turn into products and services that people can pay you for, and you want to do it full-time, but you're not quite there yet. I'm going to help you get there. I know the formulas. I know the systems. I have the process. You join me at workonyourgame.live. I will see you in May, and let's get to getting this money. Workonyourgame.live. You're now tuned into the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, the confidence to put yourself out there boldly and offensively and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you expected to achieve is yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, you get a huge dose of personal initiative. That is the go-getter energy that moves any one of us, including yourself. To go and make things happen instead of waiting for things to happen. And then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, and techniques all underneath the umbrella of one unifying philosophy that is called work on your game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic is how to free yourself from sunk costs. If you don't even know what that is, I will explain it in a minute, but I'm going to tell you exactly how to do that here in today's episode. Before I even get into that, first of all, let me inform everybody or remind you that I have a daily motivation text that I send out for free every single day. If you want to receive it, all you got to do is text me at this number. 305-384-6894. That's the same number I'll be texting you from every day. 
And when you text me there, I guarantee every day you're going to receive a message that's going to keep you focused, sharp, and on point for the day in front of you. That number, once again, 305-384-6894. Now, this topic, how to free yourself from the sunk costs, let's get a definition of what a sunk cost is, because I think maybe some of you may have never heard the phrase before or aren't familiar with what exactly it means, and I want us all to be on the same page. So here's the definition via Britannica Encyclopedia. Sunk cost is a cost that has already been incurred and that cannot be recovered. In other words, the money is spent, the time money has been spent, the time has been used, the effort has been given. This is me talking here. And you can't get that money, the time or the effort back. Okay, that's what a sunk cost is. Now let's continue the definition. In economic decision making, sunk costs are treated as bygone and are not taken into consideration when deciding whether to continue an investment project. Close quote. So that's the end of the definition. In other words, a sunk cost is something that has already been paid. You've already put the time, the money, the attention, the energy, the focus. You've already output that. You cannot get it back. And therefore, because that cost has already been incurred, it should not be factored into what you do or don't do moving forward because you can't get it back no matter what you do. So today is about freeing yourself from the mentality of thinking that you need to do something just because you've already invested in it. In other words, to give you an example, if somebody's in a relationship that they hate, but you've been in it for so long, you're going to stay in it just because you've been in it for so long. That's a bad decision-making rubric. You don't keep doing something just because you've already been doing it. They call this the sunk cost fallacy. It is a logical fallacy that you should keep doing something just because you're already invested. Just because we've been doing this for five years, we need to keep doing it the same way for the year number six. No, that is a terrible decision-making process. And today I'm going to help free your mind from that. So even if you never heard of a sunk cost, now that I've described it, you probably can think of some sunk costs that maybe you have been telling yourself that you should stick with just because you're already investing in it. Don't do that. But as I explained this, you'll understand it a lot better. Point number one, topic once again today is how to free yourself from sunk costs and how to remove the sunk cost fallacies from your mind. Number one, there's a study that showed that in the NBA and in the NFL, players who have higher salaries usually get more playing time even when the study controlled for performance levels. In other words, if there are two players on a team and one player is making 10 times as much money as the other player, that the player who's making more money, even when those two players are performing at about equal level, the player making more money usually gets more playing time. In other words, I'm explaining that to tell you this, that the NBA and the NFL being big organizations as they are and the teams within being big organizations they are just as susceptible to the sunk cost fallacy as you are. So a player who is making $10 million a year and a player making $1 million a year, if the $1 million player is outperforming the $10 million player, at least marginally, the $10 million player will still get more opportunities in the big picture than the $1 million player simply because they're making $10 million. Well, we don't know why, but that's the one variable in this study that even when they control for performance levels, that that's what happens. The higher salary player usually just gets more chances to perform. And their conclusion of the study was it's because they're making more money because everything else was controlled for. And I get scholastic athletes often telling me similar situations all the time, even though in school you're not making 10 million or even 1 million, even $1 for playing your sport. The point being the player who has more seniority or the player who the coach has bought into more for whatever reason or the program has bought into more for whatever reason gets more opportunity than the unknown individual. I do 100% believe that this is true. This is the sunk cost fallacy in action that just because you've invested more in thing A, 
even though thing B is doing better than thing A, you keep trying thing A simply because you already invested so much in it. All right. This is a dumb way of thinking. It is actually a, a dumb way of not thinking because if people were actually thinking, they wouldn't be doing this. And I 100% believe that this happens all the time with people in a lot of different spaces. This also occurs when people, as I gave an example earlier, when people stay in dead relationships or keep working at dead end jobs just because they've been there so long already. All right. How many of you have ever done this? You're working at a job for a while. And since you have been there so long, even though you hate the job, you kept working there because you're like, well, I've been here so long. I don't feel like starting at another job or applying for a different job. I've been here all this time. I might as well just keep working. there. I've been with this male or female. It has been this relationship for so long. Let me just stay in it. And I might as well just stick it out. I've been here all this time already. How many of you have ever done this? I'll give you an example of a time that I did this. I went to uh, there's this place down here in South Florida called Now's Berry Farm, where you can pick your own strawberries. And there's like a big strawberry patch that they have out, out there. You can just walk down the rows of strawberries, pick your own strawberries. Now, that part is usually never super duper crowded. But Now's Berry Farm also has an indoor bakery. Now, at the bakery, they sell cinnamon rolls. You no, know, they sell honey. They sell uh, cookies. They have cakes, all kinds of pastries, all kinds of things like that. Now, you could go to Now's Berry Farm and the, there's no line. There's never a line or a crowd to go pick strawberries outside on the field because you're out there literally leaning down and picking up a strawberry out of the strawberry field, put it into your basket. It's never crowded to go do that. But to get the bakery, the line can be super long, especially early in the season. So one time I went down there, it was early in the season and it was a super long line. I mean, a line was like out of the door. It was way out the door. And it was snaking around. It was a really long line. It didn't seem like it would take that long. I say maybe it'll take 30 minutes. I ended up standing in that line for four hours. Yes, four. One, two, three, four hours stood in this line. And here's the reason why I stood in line for so long. Because you're right, Dre. Why would you stand in line for four hours? Here's why. Because when I was about 10 minutes in, I said, all right, it's only been 10 minutes. Then when it got to 30 minutes, it was only 30 minutes. When we got to an hour, I said, all right, I've been here an hour. I might as well just keep standing in line. I might as well get, I already stood here an hour. I might as well just keep standing here. And then that hour turned to two, same reason. Hour, two hours turned to three, same reason. Three hours turned to four, same reason. I've already been standing here all this time. I might as well not give up what I've already invested. That is the sunk cost fallacy. That is a stupid way of thinking. And I have been guilty of it just as much as you have been guilty of it. But hopefully, since we're all getting conscious about it and talking about it here today, we don't do this too much more since we're thinking about it. Again, it occurs when people stay in dead end jobs, they stay in relationships, or you eat a whole box of candy simply because you already ate 80% of the candy up to this point. We are all susceptible to the sunk cost fallacy. Okay. Everybody is. But here's your new mindset that might help you avoid the sunk cost fallacy hurting you. Just because money and time are invested does not mean that you need to keep doing the thing. Let me say it again, just in case you didn't hear it. Just because money and time are invested in something does not mean you need to keep doing the thing. Yes, you started doing the thing. Yes, you have already invested in the thing. But just because you're investing in it doesn't mean you can't cut your losses. That's what we call this. We call this cutting your losses. Any of you ever been to a casino and gambled and you gambled away? Let's say you lost $100 already. You still got more money in your pocket that you could gamble. You don't want to lose any more than $100, but you're like, damn, I already lost $100. Let me keep gambling. Let me see if I can make my $100 back. Don't do that. All right, that is what we call chase betting. And chase betting in casinos, they bank on people chase betting because the games are already set up for you to lose. All right, the games are already set up for casinos to beat you. So when you chase bet, nine times out of 10, you're going to lose. And if you got a thousand people chase betting at all, all over the casino on a given day, a few people might make their money back, maybe even come up on top, but most of the people are going to lose. 
And casinos bank on this. And this is why casinos never go out of business from losing bets. If they go out of business, it ain't because they're losing too many bets. The sunk cost fallacy is it gets its hooks into everybody. And it's a psychological challenge that people have to get over. Just because money and time are invested does not mean you need to keep doing the thing. If something is not working, either A, fix it, or B, get rid of it. But if you can't do either, cut your losses, take it as a lesson, and move on. I heard Tim Ferriss, who's the author of a four-hour series of books, he talked about this, that when he wanted to get into investing, business investing, because he didn't have MBA from a business master's degree from college. He went to college, but he didn't have a business master. I don't know what he majored in. But he said when he got into investing, he decided that he would take let's say $100,000. And he was going to invest it and he was going to take that money and put it into a few investments. And he decided that he would look at that $100,000 as him investing in his education. In other words, the same 100000 that he would have spent paying for college, he would use that $100,000 and invest in some businesses. So that, and the reason why he told himself this is to put himself in a certain frame of mind, that if all of those businesses went to zero after Tim invested in them, he wouldn't be mad that he had, quote unquote, lost his $100,000 because he was looking at it as I'm paying for a business degree. I'm just going to get my business degree in the real world instead of getting it in a classroom. So this $100,000, if it happens to turn around and make me money, great. But if I make zero from this and I all my $100,000 goes to zero, that's fine because that's the same thing that would have happened had I went to college. I would have gave the school $100,000 and not got any money back. So it was the exact same thing that would happen with me getting into the investment world. And that's a better way of looking at the things that you're investing in. I'm looking at, I look at this as an investment. I put this money in. If I make money back, fine. If I don't, then I can just say I learned something. Whenever I, for example, when I do advertising and I got that idea from Tim, this is over 10 years ago, I got that idea from Tim and I love it. And that's why I'm sharing it with you. Whenever I do advertising, I'm running a new ad campaign. Sometimes an ad campaign is working and sometimes an ad campaign is not working. And from week to week, day to day, this can change. Trust me, it can change. So whenever I run an ad and it isn't working, let's say I spent $100 on an ad and I'm not getting the ROI, I didn't make my $100 back. That's the clear way I measure my ROI. Then I say, all right, that was $100 that I spent to get a business lesson. I spent $100 to learn something about why this ad, this combination to this audience with this ad creative does not work. And when it does work, then I made money on my investment. I made money on my knowledge investment. That's the way you want to look at the cost that you put into things, but do not chase a sunk cost. Point number two. Today's topic, once again, is how to free yourself from the sunk cost fallacy. Number two, completing or continuing something that is not helping you will not make it start helping you. If something is not working, finishing it is not going to make it start working all of a sudden just because you finished it. Continuing to do something that you have already decided isn't working is not going to make it start magically working. This is why you need to be operating by accurate formulas. And we got a whole episode coming on accurate formulas very soon. What I mean is whenever you start to do anything, you need to ask yourself before you begin, how will I measure the results of this activity? How will I know if this is getting me where I want to go? How will I know if this is worth it for me? You don't have a measurement for how you know something is worth it. Then how will you know when to cut your losses and stop doing it or if it's working or if it's not working? You don't have a measurement. You need a way of looking at it and saying, OK, if I get this much of it, then that means it's working. If it's below this number, that means it's not working. How will you know? And it doesn't even have to be a number, but you need to have some way of measuring the results of your efforts. If you're eating a meal, for example, and your stomach has given you the signal, given a signal to your brain that you're full, all right, you are not hungry anymore. Finishing the food on your plate, even though you're already not hungry anymore, finishing the food on your plate is not going to feed any of the starving kids in Africa or China. 
is not going to feed a, a homeless shelter in your town. All right. None of those things are going to happen, even though many of us grew up being told that by our parents. Right. There are starving kids in Africa and people starving in the streets in China. So we need to eat all the food on our plates. Eating the food on your plate is not going to feed another person. It may make you feel good that you ate all the food on your plate, but you feeling good ain't feeding the homeless man across the street. Okay? It's not going to put food in the stomach of other people. This is just an absolute fact that, again, many of us have been emotionalized with the belief that we have to eat everything we have because it's going to help somebody else when it, in fact, does not. You must develop the discipline to, in this case, push away from the table and metaphorically push away from the table. Be willing to walk away from a sunk cost when you have made the decision that this thing should not be pursued any further. We call this walking away in strength. I talk about this in episode 1662, what it means to walk away in strength, because some people will call this, they have been emotionalized and socialized to call it quitting. And nobody wants to quit, right? Because we heard quitters never win and winners never quit. So you need to understand the concept that walking away in strength is different than quitting. And I explain it again in episode 1662. You got to be able to metaphorically walk away from something when it's not working anymore without feeling bad about yourself and beating yourself up about the fact that you decided to walk away because smart people know when to walk away from something. You think Warren Buffett stays in an investment when he realizes the investment isn't working anymore? No, he gets rid of it. This is what smart people do. Do you think a professional athlete who has a trainer and they try a new training technique and is making an athlete worse, they're slower, they're weaker, they're not performing as well based on this new training technique, do you think they're going to just keep doing it? Well, we already started it. We might as well keep doing it. Of course not. They would ruin their entire career if they did that. So you should be looking at things the exact same way. Point number three. Today's topic, once again, is how to free yourself from the sunk cost fallacy. Number three, the most successful people in life that you know of are people who implement quickly. They have methods for measuring the results of their efforts and they make decisions quickly about what is working and what's not working because they have a method to measure their results. And they are very, very quick to press the delete button. They have a quick trigger for the delete button. What does that mean when I say a quick trigger for the delete button? Let me just explain all of these things I just said. Implementing fast. All right. Everybody knows what the word implement means. I talked about implementation in episode number 2133, implementation over invention. Episode 1560, relentless implementation. Episode 1445, why you need to implement with speed. Episode 1392, fast implementation is a requirement. So if you don't know what implementation means, I just gave you four episodes. You go listen and find out what it means. Most successful people put their ideas into action quickly. They have methods for measuring their results. In other words, they have a way of knowing how do I know if this thing is working or not working? What does quote unquote working mean for me? How do I measure it? And how do I know? They have answers to those questions. Most successful people do this. They also make decisions quickly about what's working and what's not working. And when they notice that something's not working, they very quickly, not a week later, not a day later, they don't think about it. They get rid of anything that is not working. They get rid of it fast. Now, let me ask you a question. How many of these things are you doing? How quickly are you implementing? Do you have methods for measuring the results of your work? Do you make quick decisions about what's working and what's not? And do you delete things that don't work? Now, I know for a fact, because I talk to people every single day, whether it's through email, DM, text, in my masterminds, I know for a fact that many people struggle with all four of these, let alone one or two or three of them. Many people, they don't have any of these in place. They don't implement let alone implement quickly. They don't have a method for measuring whether something's working or not. They don't make quick decisions about whether something's working or not. And when something's not working, they just keep trying it. They just, they are victims of the sunk cause file. They just keep working on something that is clearly not working, even though they can see that it's not working. Because many people get emotionally attached to their ideas when your idea is not you. Your idea is just a thought that you had. 
Successful people don't have any of these problems. And I just gave you the formula to fix. Notice that of these four elements, three of them involve speed and decisiveness. Most successful people move quickly and they're decisive about how and when they move and where they're going. Unsuccessful people, him and Hall, they take a long time to make decisions. And when they finally get around to doing something that the successful person already did, they take six months longer to actually do it. These slow implementations and decisions accumulate and compound on top of each other. So you're basically costing yourself your most valuable resource, which is time. Also note that nothing that I said here in this third point has anything to do with you being intelligent, doesn't have anything to do with access to resources, none of that, which is the normal excuses that people have, right? That they don't have time, they don't know something, or they don't have resources. None of these things have anything to do with any of that. The normal excuses people have are not really the reasons why they're not doing things. Is their indecision and their lack of speed of implementation. This is all about being decisive, making fast decisions, and moving on to the next thing when the current thing is not working and knowing how do you know if something is working or not. Anybody who can hear my voice right now is fully capable of doing everything that I just said. The question is, will you do it? And if you want some help doing this and not only help doing it, but also help putting it in place and measuring it and knowing what's the next thing to try when the current thing is not working, you need to join me in my mastermind. I keep telling you about it because that's the next place to work with me and go to the next level from what you're hearing here on the show, how you can implement these things you hear me talk about. I'm giving you the game. How do you implement this game and actually make it work for you in your specific situation? That's why you join my mastermind. But let me recap today's class and I'll tell you about that in a second. Topic here today is how to free yourself from the sunk cost fallacy defined as a cost that has already been incurred and that cannot be recovered. And economic decision making sunk costs are treated as bygone and not taken into consideration when deciding whether to continue an investment project. Point number one, in professional sports, often players with higher salaries get more playing time. A study has shown this. Scholastic athletes tell me the same thing, that the more known player or the player with more seniority, even when they're not performing as well, get more opportunities than other players. This is a real thing. Sunk costs affect everybody. The sunk cost fallacy affects a whole bunch of people. There's people who stay in jobs or relationships when they know they shouldn't be in them anymore. Here's a new mindset. Just because you have invested money and time in something does not mean you should keep investing money and time in something. That's dumb. If it's not working, get rid of it or fix it. Point number two, completing or continuing something that is not helping you will not make it start helping you. If you're eating a meal and your stomach has told you that you're full, finishing that meal is not going to feed the homeless man under the bridge. You got to know when to walk away in strength and push away from the table, literally or metaphorically from a situation when it's no longer serving you. Talked about this in episode 1662. And number three, The most successful people in life are people who implement quickly, have methods for measuring their results and make decisions quickly about what's working and what's not. And they press the delete button quickly, fast. None of these involve anything about intelligence or access or resources. They involve being decisive and moving quickly, which is something everybody is capable of doing. Unsuccessful people just move too slowly. They are indecisive. They do not measure their results. And even when they realize that something needs to be done, they don't do it. Or when they finally do it, they've taken so long that all the opportunity has been wiped off the table. Anybody who can hear my voice right now is fully capable of doing this, and I will help you with doing it. Let me tell you three things to do right now. Number one, get my daily motivation text message by texting me at 305-384-6894. Number two, get my monthly Bulletproof Bulletin magazine mailed to your physical mailbox every single month. I get your first issue free. Go to bulletproofbulletin.com. Number three, join my Bulletproof Mastermind, where I will help you implement anything you ever heard me talk about here on this show, how to get measurements for it, how to get decisive, how to get clear on what's working and what's not working. And you can network with a group of handpicked professionals who are as serious about their game as you are. That's at workonyourgameuniversity.com. That's workonyourgameuniversity.com. Work on your game.
Dre all day. I have a text message line now where every single day from my number, I am sending out a text to everyone in my community with a daily motivation message to keep you sharp, focused, and on point to get started and be energized for your day. If you want to receive my daily motivation text, just send a quick text right now to say hello to this number, 305-384-6894. Again, 305-384-6894. Get my daily motivation text straight to your phone free of charge, 305-384-6894.